Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Thanks for listening to the Art of Money podcast, artofmoneyradio.com for more information or to schedule that initial consultation. Appreciate you subscribing. Now let's get to the show. Art McPherson, some people love having a financial advisor, but not everybody does. When asked about some of the biggest complaints that adults have with their current advisors, some of the most popular responses include they feel like they're getting ignored or their advisor talks at you and not with you, or maybe the conversation is just filled with too much jargon. So what do you think about that idea of getting a second opinion? Maybe I have an advisor, but I don't feel like my needs are being met. What's your take on that? I would absolutely do that. I mean, especially if you feel like your advisor talks at you, or if you feel like your advisor doesn't listen. I've had a lot of those conversations with our clients where an advisor will try to tell you how smart they are or do their kind of little spiel, um, and they're really not listening to what uh, the client is asking them about or Mm -hmm. what their concerns are. You know, everybody is not the same, right? Everybody has a different risk tolerance and everybody has uh, different income needs and different cash flow needs. And, you know, a million dollar portfolio for one person could be phenomenal. And then the same person with a million dollars, it's not enough, you know, um, a different person with the same million dollars. So it just really depends on your budget, your analysis of things and making sure that you've got those funds and those resources to be able to get you through a very uh, stress-free retirement is what we want all of our clients to be in. Luke McCarty, when you meet with somebody that's getting that second opinion, what do you find is their most common complaint? I wouldn't say it's a common complaint from them walking into the door, but I think the most common eye-opening event that happens in that first meeting is my advisor never talked about taxes. Mm. I have a potential client right now. So a, you know, someone who is getting a second opinion, uh, you know, I just got their portfolio. They just, they just sent me the details after our meeting. And you know, this, this person has, has an advisor. Um, I looked at the portfolio, you know, there's nothing glaringly wrong with it other than the fact that he should do Roth conversions this year and maximize the 12% tax bracket. You know, so even if our returns are exactly the same as another advisor, but we save you, five to 10% on taxes, well, now your returns are five to 10% higher, you know, and of course our goal is to have, you know, higher returns with lower risk, but it really just depends where you currently are. So I think the eye opening is, is taxation. And of course, getting a second opinion is, is always important. I mean, if you know, do you go to one doctor for your knee surgery or do you ask a second one? I mean, just go around. I mean, just, just check it out, you know, see what is a good fit for you and your family and your portfolio and your you know, and the way you look at things and the way you look at investments. And, you know, I, I just the biggest piece is just that that tax plan, having Mark Bernard in the first meeting with you, sitting down with an advisor, myself or Art and a CPA is a pretty big deal. Can't stress that enough this weekend, how important it is to have that tax strategy with the help from Mark Bernard and the team of the McPherson Financial Group, 321-425-8550. And speaking of that second opinion, there's also something nice about knowing that Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, the entire team, they live here, they work here, they play here. They know the economy of Florida and the Space Coast. 321-425-8550. And right now we're in the fourth quarter, and that means it's RMD season, required minimum distributions. Christine Benz with Morningstar reminds us that there are several changes regarding RMDs to prepare for this year. 
The other thing to know is that the penalty for missing an IRA RMD is decreasing to 25%. It had been 50% of the amount that you should have taken, but didn't. So that's going down a little bit. And I always say, you know, people love to hate their RMDs. Use your RMDs to improve your portfolio. So Mm -hmm. take a look back, look at your portfolio's asset allocation, compare it to whatever your target is, prune your RMDs from the Mm -hmm. securities that you wanted to trim otherwise. Use them as a way to make your portfolio a little bit better. That love-hate relationship with RMDs. Art McPherson, what should we be doing with our RMDs right now? Well, one of the things that we talk about, and this is something I think that a lot of people don't know about, is once you get up there in retirement and you've been now retired for five to seven years and you're getting into that RMD stage, you can do a qualified contribution or a charitable contribution using your RMD. As an example, probably 40 to 50% of our clients go to church and they're giving. And usually when they give, it's after tax money. But if they are required to do a bigger distribution this year, if they come out of an RMD as a normal RMD, that's taxable income to them. But they are allowed to give it to a charity or their church. And then that is a non-taxable situation for them. So they could actually re- do that required minimum distribution, give it to their charity or church, and then have it um, be tax-free to them. So it's it's just a nice way to be able to uh, reposition an RMD. And a lot of people don't know about that special tax provision. Yeah, another thing to add on to you know the little tax talk we just had. You know, doing a Roth conversion reduces your the amount in your IRAs, so that reduces your required minimum distribution. So one thing we look at into the future is what does your retirement income look like? How much do you need? What are the sources? And then what do your RMDs look like? If you have RMDs into the future, and I've seen this happen of, you know, $100,000, $200,000 of an RMD and you have a pension and Social Security and you're doing fine now, well, when you're 73, if you have to take another $100,000 out of your portfolio because the IRS wants to collect taxes on you, what tax bracket will you be in? Well, if you do Roth conversions now, if they make sense, of course, maybe that RMD is not as large. Maybe you convert maybe half of your IRA. So now you have a $50,000 RMD in the future instead of a hundred. The biggest concern here is that most of us are kicking the can and we're not paying the taxes now and we're waiting to pay them later. Well, the government has tools like the RMD that says you're going to start taking money out whether you need it or not and you're going to pay taxes, but you don't know what the tax rate's going to be because it's in the future. But in the back of our mind as Mr. Government, we're going to raise those taxes. So have a plan. Um, RMDs are, of course, important. Don't miss the RMD. It's a big penalty. Uh, 25% still a big penalty. It used to be 50%. Uh, so that's something we're currently working on here going into the fourth quarter. And we've been talking about a lot this weekend, you know, some of the biggest expenses that we have in retirement that maybe we underestimate. And of course, one of the biggest ones we've mentioned many times is taxes. But there was an article on Financial Buzz that also mentioned that people don't realize how expensive health costs are going to be. Uh, if you have grandkids and your kids, they're going to continue to cost you money in retirement. You're going to want to travel. You still got to keep up with emergencies at home and then also healthcare and emergencies. So our Pearson, when budgeting for a retirement plan, how hard is it to put all these together and remind people, yeah, put all these, take all these into account when putting a plan together? Well, one of the biggest things people ask Luke and I a lot are, should I turn my Social Security on now or later? You know, should they wait um, till when their full retirement benefit is or should they wait to 70? If I turn mine on at 65, should my wife turn hers on at 62 or 63? Should we wait till she's 65? Should we wait till she's 67 or 70? Um, and then how does that correlate with my retirement income? And when should I tar- start taking money out of my retirement plan? 
Um, there's all kinds of questions like that. One of the things that Luke and I simplify for a lot of people, well, a lot of people when they come in the door, if they're making $150,000 a year while working, they think, well, I'm going to need $150,000 in retirement. That's not necessarily true because usually the average person only sees about 60% of their gross income. And the reason for that is you have your taxes that are withheld. You also have your Social Security withheld. And you also have what you're putting in the 401k and all your benefits and everything. So we generally see someone only seeing about 60% of their income. So they might make $150,000 on paper, but really they only live on ninety or $100,000 of take home. So we build their portfolio modeling from that take-home income and make sure they have enough take-home while retired that it's the same take-home they had while working. And then we like to add another 10 to 20% on top of that for their travel budget. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 